Hey everyone, welcome to the Roadmap Benzinga's NFT show. We got a good one for you here on this Tuesday. We're going to be talking about the top 10 NFTs of last week by sales volume. Are free mints still ranking in the top 10? We'll dive into that. We're also going to take a look at the Board Ape Yacht Club Discord hack that happened. Is Discord to blame? Is there a better way? Is there a new solution? We'll dive in. Also, we've got celebrity NFT news, Snoop Dogg launching an NFT-themed restaurant. We've got Kanye West possibly entering NFTs, and we've got so much more news to cover. Don't go anywhere. This is The Roadmap. All right, everyone. Yeah, as I said, this is the Roadmap Benzinga's NFT show. Thanks to everyone for tuning in. If you are watching us live right now on YouTube, we also will be airing this after we are live so you can watch the recording and also as a podcast on all major podcast platforms. So thank you for your support. Go ahead and smash that like if you are on YouTube. And if you're watching live right now, let us know in the chat. Let us know where you're watching from. We'll get those comments going here on the screen. Before we dive into today's episode, I do want to give a shout out to our sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by FTXUS, which is one of the largest cryptocurrency exchanges in the world in terms of trading volume and daily users. The FTX app is used by over 6 million people to buy crypto and NFTs, no transaction or withdrawal fees. You can use your phone or computer. The FTX US trading platform offers NFT trading on both the Ethereum and Solana blockchains with no gas fees. To find out more, click on the link in the description below and also pinned to the chat. Let FTX know that Benzinga sent you their way. Uh, But let's dive into today's episode. Uh, Let me go ahead and bring on my co-host, Alyssa. Alyssa, what's going on? Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. The chat is quiet right now. Let's go ahead, guys. Let's get those GMs going. Everyone do us a favor. If you're watching live, hit GM. Let us know what city you're watching from so we can see exactly how far that Benzinga Roadmap audience reaches. And we want to interact with you throughout today's episode. We got a lot of news items to talk about. And a lot of them are opinion-based, right? That's one of the fun things about NFTs and my opinion's one opinion. Alyssa's opinion is one opinion. So we like to have more opinions. Uh, so that's where you guys come in. Uh, Tiny Pie Media in the chat. What's going on, brother? Uh, yeah, everyone, let us know in the chat you're here. And Alyssa, it's Tuesday. One of the things we like to do on Tuesday's episode always is take a look back. So we do, or I do a weekly article on Benzinga talking about the top 10 NFTs by weekly sales volume. And there you see on the screen, uh, Alyssa, I think we know that image all too well now. It is uh, Goblin Town, a free mint that is absolutely rocketed. And no surprise, Goblin Town for the second straight week, number one on the chart, 34.8 million, up 60%, followed by Board Ape Yacht Club. 25 million up 46%. Another free mint coming in at third place. We are all going to die. 12.3 million 
Other Deed, 12 million. Mutant Ape Yacht Club, 10.9 million. Akumu Dragons coming in at 10 million. That was one we've talked about over the last week. A recent mint. This was not a free one, um, but this is from an established team that previously launched on Solana. Then we had Boki, So Rare, Quirk Links, and Clone X rounding out the top 10. Alyssa, where do you want to start uh, on the top 10 list? What jumps out to you from uh, the, the 10 names there? I'm surprised Goblin Town is still at the top. I'll be real here. And yeah. I didn't, I actually didn't even hear about We're All Going to Die. I didn't know it was a free mint. Yeah. Uh, d- did you see what they did last night? Nope. Uh, no. So We Are All Going to Die is one that I followed not from the start. I got in too late. Well, didn't get in, but I, I watched too late. Uh, they have a wide following, including some big influencers and names out there. They had a Twitter spaces last night where they actually sent um, NFTs to a burn wallet. Um, so some people who own these We Are All Going to Die NFTs sent their NFTs off to a burn wallet to essentially pledge their allegiance to the project. And that picture at the top, Alyssa, that Mutant Ape Yacht Club that's worth thousands and thousands of dollars... That was also sent to the burn wallet by the uh, founders of this project. So uh, I didn't listen to the whole Twitter spaces, but a very interesting project with a lot of eyes on it. And from what I heard, it sounds like they are going to be doing another burning party tonight. And they might be sending an NFT from one of the top 10 uh projects listed in this article to a burn wallet once again Mm. um so this is pretty interesting um like i said it caught a lot of attention um and a lot of influencers now and a lot of mystery right so it's very similar to you know goblin town in that sense right there there's you don't really know because there's no website um, you know, I, I don't think there's a discord for this one either, a roadmap, right? It's, it's essentially all communication through Twitter. Um, so floor price right now, 1.36. I remember when this was like 0.2, once again, just like goblins. And I was like, oh man, I should probably buy one just in case. And I didn't. So I, I guess lesson learned, uh, in, in that regard, but we are all going to die, um, you know, ranking in the top 10 there. Uh, you can see, and yeah, uh, top 10 though, uh, you know, not a ton of surprises. Board Ape Yacht Club, Mutant Ape Yacht Club, and other deeds. So, three of the Yuga Labs projects once again ranking in the top 10. Uh, Akumu Dragons, right? That is one that we've been talking about for the past couple weeks. So, it is at 0.38 now, and I previously called out. That if it was at 0.5 before the reveal, um, I would think about getting in. Uh, It has been revealed now. So I am not in, but I am definitely curious and watching um, to see what happens. And it's an interesting one to me. Um, And like I said, so they're connected to the Solana blockchain with uh, Barocco Dragons, which previously released. So Akumu Dragons... Um, you know, it's a, a collection where they're going to have this cross chain now, um, 10,000 on Ethereum. They've got thousands on Solana, um, but very interesting to, to see what happens. 
um, and how those two projects, uh, you know, kind of coexist on the two blockchains. So, uh, and then uh, a surprise for me was uh, on the top 10 was So Rare, um, a soccer-based NFT, almost trading card uh, platform, 5.3 million coming in at eighth place. Uh, so Rare has been in the top 10 for a couple weeks now, um, which this is one that usually ranks in the 10 to 20 range. So ranking in the top 10, I think is uh, pretty exciting and showing some momentum maybe during the, the respective soccer seasons right now. Um, and Clone X, uh, top 10, uh, ranking 10th place, um, where it has kind of wavered between the top 10 and top 20. Um, Moonbirds, 12th place, falling out of the top 10. Um, it was in 10th place last week. And then Goblin Girls, which uh, follows that Goblin theme, ranked 13th in sales volume. And another new project called Leave Me Alone, uh, ranking 15th with 3.4 million dollars in sales volume um uh, another one of those uh kind of surprise free mints uh that happened but uh it looks like we got uh, Alyssa back here Alyssa are you are you back with us yes I'm back there she is there I'm she sorry. is you're all good I I held it down while while you were out I was just going through the the top 10 a little bit and uh you know again I I think I, I can't decide. Like, I feel like when I looked at the top 10, I was surprised that Goblins was number one, but then I was like, eh, I mean, I guess that makes sense too. Cause, but uh, Board Ape, you know, number two, um, and then a couple other projects that have been in the top 10, you know, recently. But I was saying how uh, uh, some of the surprises for me were so rare. The, the soccer uh, digital trading cards platform coming in at like eighth place. And then uh, Clone X uh, ranking 10th and Moonbirds getting knocked out of the top 10 um, mm. were some of the surprises for me. But, uh, you know, I, I feel like this top 10 list is kind of what we've come to expect now, where uh, Bored Apes, Mutant Apes, and Other Deeds are always going to rank in the top 10. Um, you're going to see some of these others like Clone X, Moonbirds, uh, CryptoPunks kind of bounce around from, you know, 5 to 15 level. And then you're going to see these new projects, right, rank in the top 10. And, uh, I mean, it's it's kind of standard. But the big question is, can those top 10 projects stay? So next week, you know, will We Are All Going to Die be in the top 10 for a second week? And also, will Goblins, you know, keep their lead three weeks in a row for a new project, Alyssa? We haven't seen that um, in a while. Like, even Azuki, Azuki, Moonbird, some of those others, right, that top the list, they fell out after, you know, two weeks um, yeah. or dropped way down. So uh, what do you what do you think of that? You think go right now goblins are number one for the week, um, but uh, we'll, we'll see if they can uh, make it through the rest of the week. Yeah, um, I don't remember how long Azuki topped the charts, but it did take a few weeks before they finally dropped off. So it could happen with goblins, too, unless they start releasing things you know like actual things to follow yeah um, i wonder if they're starting to to feel the pressure a little bit with all these other uh kind of free free mints popping up um and yeah. you know other projects really getting that momentum because let's face it the nft market it's it's all about momentum it's about fomo it's about you know the what's next right i mean uh the 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 roadmap the utility like what's coming so 
Um, and you see the floor price on goblins there, 5.2. Um, when I wrote the article for the, the week, it was 5.68. And remember, mm. this thing hit like 8 or 9 ETH, Alyssa, when we were talking about it last week. I mean, so it's been cut quite a bit uh, yeah. over the past couple days. That is true. And I, I like people, their attention span is short, okay? And even in the NFT, like the next big thing is probably going to pop up. Those, that wtf things like they're everywhere now and they're all free mints it seems so someone could replace goblin town i don't know i love this though. it's ridiculous yeah i i know i started following more free project free mint projects on twitter just to see um but it, it's like a lot of them you don't know when the mint's gonna happen so you gotta turn notifications on you gotta be at your computer yeah. Um, you know, all hours of the day to catch some of these. Um, I know a lot of them have been like late at night, um, at least for, for us on Eastern time where they end up being, you know, from midnight to 6 a.m. Um, yeah. Which, uh, so I've, I've missed a couple that way. But uh, I mean, full DGen mode right now, the free mints are, uh, they're still working. And, and again, gas prices have not shot way back up. So in this in this market that we have right now, the free mint trades are still very low risk and the potential for high reward, right? Whereas before when gas prices were high, no one wanted to mint um, free mints or 0 0.01 mints because you were still paying 0 0.01, 0 0.02 for gas, right? Yeah. Um, but right now we're not seeing that. So these free mints are probably as close to free as they're going to be um, until uh, we get Ethereum too. So uh, just something to, to keep in mind there. You have a point. I didn't really think about that. You have a point. Sometimes. Sometimes I, I have points. But uh, all right. Well, let's take a look. Uh, next on the list, um, this is one of those topics that uh, it's, it's never fun to talk about, but it's uh, we're, we're about education here on the roadmap and at Benzinga. And of course, we had a recent hack. Um, this time it was the Discord for Board Ape Yacht Club um, and also for other deeds. So one of the community managers saw their Discord account attacked. Um, so someone impersonated him and they put out this post that essentially said like, hey, congratulations, everyone. Um, we're going to mint uh, more of an NFT. Uh, please click on this link. Um, there's only so many available um and yada yada so uh you know hit on those key points right uh click on this link only so many available right which automatically triggers some people's fomo um and what we saw then was several uh board apes um stolen uh so over 200 eth i think total uh, equivalent but here's where i want to center the the talk on is so right there in that article we have that tweet from gordon who of course is one of the co-founders of Board Ape Yacht Club and Yuga Labs. And he said, Discord isn't working for Web3 communities. We need a better platform that puts security first. So Alyssa, I got, I got a couple points on this. Um, the first is this isn't the first time Board Ape has been targeted and has been hacked. And it's not the first, or they also have been attacked other than Discord. Uh, if everyone remembers out there, their Instagram was also hacked and people lost uh, NFTs through the Instagram hack. So Instagram and Discord are not the same. They're not owned by the same company. Um, so in that regards, like, is Discord to blame? Um, do you think it's fair of Gordon to put all the blame 
solely on Discord for this hack. What do you think, Alyssa? I'm not sure. Like, Instagram was hacked. Discord was hacked. You can get hacked anywhere. Um, I don't know if it's Discord's fault. I mean, they could put more, they could work, like, more diligently towards blocking and getting rid of all the um, spam messages that people get. Because I don't know how many you get a day, but I get a ton. So many. So many. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't even know when real people message me anymore because there's mm-hmm. I, I can't even keep up with the the fake messages. So, uh, um, but yeah, it, but, it's an ongoing pro. Keep going, Alyssa. Yeah, no, like what Born to Be Free said, it's yeah. uh, it's our fault to fall for things too, and it's not like just Discord's fault in general, but they could up the security in Discord. You know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah and I mean. Uh, Alyssa, this goes back to when we interview founding teams, right? And they talk about security. Like in this case, it wasn't a random person or a random account. It was one of like their probably less than 10 people that have access to post in certain servers. And unfortunately, it was one of those people, right, um, that got hacked. And I just feel like one of the ongoing themes, though, I heard at VCon, like uh, Mitch and I sat in some panels and they were talking about investing in Web3 companies, right? And instead of investing in like a NFT project, right? So like Board Ape, there's a lot of investors out there trying to invest in the platforms that are going to build Web3, right? And right now, Discord is is one of them. A couple people that I watched on panels literally stood up there and said, if you out there are creating an alternative to Discord, hit me up, let me know, because I want to invest in it. Because as much as like I feel like maybe Discord's not 100% to blame in, in this case, there can be alternatives to Discord. Yeah, you see, Discord was created for gamers, yep. and I guess the NFT community just started there or not started but like went there and it i think discord works the best like it, it just works the best as, as of right now but like yeah someone could definitely make a new version not more better than discord i don't know how they would do it but i can see the like the um the want for a new platform for the nft community yeah, that Alyssa, that's an excellent point. Uh, Discord for gamers, right? That's yeah. how it started. Um, and it just got an investment from Sony. It's still big for the gaming community. Yeah. The difference is, right, it was a communication platform for gamers, right? You're yes. you're you're playing games, you're you're trying to, you know, do quest levels together. You're not clicking on links when you're playing games, right? It, it's no. it's you're just sharing ideas and communicating. So once links are involved, you just run more risk. And that's what we're seeing. We're also seeing it on Twitter, right? Um, and we, we've seen the the crypto bots for a long time comment on, you know, like Elon Musk posts, um, Vitalik's post and all these, right? Where it's like, you won 500 Ethereum, click here. Send me one Ethereum, I send you back two Ethereum. Um, which is, sounds like an awesome deal, P.S., um, if, if you guys haven't seen that. Um, don't fall for it, though. Don't fall no. for that. Uh, let, let me clarify that. Um, but, Alyssa, the same thing happened with, like, Moonbirds and Azuki after those minted, where a lot of people uh, 
took over verified accounts on Twitter and they made these posts, right, where they were very FOMO. It was like, hey, we sold out of 10,000, so we decided to do 2,000 more. Click on this link to mint. Um, you only have 30 minutes to do so, or you only have an hour, right? And people click on it. And, you know, yes, we're to blame as people, as humans, but again, it's human nature, especially in the NFT market, uh, FOMO. And, you know, you just, everyone needs to take a step back and double check, read things twice. Um, you know, I we had guests on recently who I feel like said, you know, if something's too good to be true, it probably is. Um, and me personally, I would rather miss out on a free mint or a hyped mint and, and be safe than to rush in and end up losing everything. And I mean, I don't have a board ape in my wallet for someone to steal, but still, I don't want someone getting in and stealing, you know, the ETH that's in there, or the other NFTs. So I try to stay safe. Another option you have, um, especially in free mint season, right? Where you don't know who these projects are is to have a wallet just for minting, just for free mints, right? And you mint them, you make sure they're safe. And then after that, you can transfer those assets to another wallet you own. And again, with gas fees as low as they are, um, yeah, you're going to pay a bit of a cost, but it's lower than it, you know, essentially ever has been over the last year and a half. So that's another option too. Um, but Alyssa, I don't know how quick we're going to get a big alternative to Discord. Um, I, I just don't know. And I, I know there's a couple platforms out there being built, but I don't know how quick. And the other thing is adoption, right? These these communities have to love it. They have to support it and they have to use it. Otherwise, you know, Discord's going to keep going. Yeah. How, like, how is it going to be like Discord, but not like Discord, right? Because Discord is a great platform. I've I've been using it for years because I'm a gamer, and it's I see why the NFT community is on there. It makes things easy, and you can make it's just easy. <laughs> and I don't know. I I agree though. I think that it'll be a bit till we see something pop up. Yeah, I think so. Unfortunately, and um, I, I want to share a couple quotes uh, from from Vcon, right? So. Uh, um, Nick Adler, who is a agent, he works with Snoop Dogg. I'm going to talk about him again uh, in a couple minutes. He said, everyone loves decentralization until there's no customer service. And Gary V uh, said, you love the wild, wild west until you get shot. Um, hmm. Quite a telling quote there. But uh, it, it's used to illustrate a point, right? That we all love um you know nfts decentralization but when you get stuff stolen you can't just call up a customer service rep and say hey you know sorry I, this isn't this isn't what happened uh i want my money back right whereas yeah. like a credit card company the bank if someone steals your identity if someone charges stuff it's pretty easy to call and say hey i didn't pay for this they say okay we flagged your account we refund your money um what about that, Alyssa? Like, uh, would you be more comfortable if there was some sort of way to, you know, have customer service within the industry? I mean, I guess if it was like a credit card type service, because if you get if you get hacked, if you had fraud on your credit card, they will refund that money. But now, like, if that that's that cushion isn't there. 
for NFTs or crypto. So if there was a customer service like that, I think <laughs> I probably would um, not be as cautious. Yeah, I, that, that is a good point, too, is then the human nature would be even worse. I do yeah. know, uh, speaking of Gary B, because um, we just talked about him, I do remember him saying something on stage about like if there was a company that offered insurance for NFTs and you had to pay like 1%, he would do it because he said he would rather have the peace of mind and not have to worry about it. But again, he's probably not the majority here. He's probably in the minority because 1% can add up, especially yeah. when you're talking about more expensive assets. Um, but it's kind of a, a train of thought of, you know, maybe they're building those companies too, right? Where you can pay insurance you know, monthly, and they essentially keep an eye on your account, they keep secure. And then if you lose something, maybe they, you know, refund or help pay, it, you know, get it back. But then you're going to have to let that insurance company probably you know, a little bit more into your NFTs than, you know, you would have thought. Probably not giving them your seed phrase, but maybe they have some type of uh, access. So I I don't know. Um, would you do it a, if there was I, insurance? I feel like I feel like not unless if I was spending more money. I feel like the level I'm at, no. Yeah. If I owned a board ape, if I owned some of these other ape or assets, which granted, I mean, I would have them on a cold wallet by now, I would mm -hmm. probably still pay for insurance just because we're talking six figures, right? Yeah. But yeah. at the end of the day, like I have always been, you know, cautious and I have always been conservative, right? Invest what you can afford to lose. Um, so I probably wouldn't, but I would definitely invest in a company like that if I had a chance, because I think there is a market for it. So, yeah, you know, and maybe that's something OpenSea or Coinbase or Looks Rare, one of those platforms could add to differentiate themselves, you know, from another, right? Uh, so, uh, interesting, uh, point there. Um, yeah, so... Uh, I was going to highlight it at the end of the show today, but we did have a couple people mention um, Gary V. So I am going to go ahead and drop the link in the chat. Um, you can't watch it yet, but you can click on the link. You can like it. You can uh, get notifications. We will be premiering our interview with Gary V tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern time right here on Benzinga. Um, so if you're interested, he had some really, uh, interesting takes and things to say. So, uh, I'm excited for everyone to hear that. Um, and Alyssa, we got Hans K in the chat saying, sold all my NFTs. What happens if we get NFT bear market? I mean, definition of bear market can vary, right? Because right now we're, we're seeing your blue chip NFTs, your more expensive ones kind of go out of favor. And also the price of Ethereum drops. So they're becoming essentially valued less. But we're seeing interest in these smaller projects, the free mints, the, the new hyped ones come back to life. So are we in a bear market? Eh, that depends on who you ask and which side of the table you look at. I tend to think we're actually not in a bear market right now. But again, it, it kind of depends. Yeah, it definitely depends. Because... Um, for the people who have the Freemans, like goblins, they are not in a bear market early. But a lot of other projects, yeah, yeah, they're in, they're in a bear market. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
All right, let's get into to next subject. Uh, this one, I don't know if I would call it a fun subject, but uh, we talk a lot about celebrities, right, and NFTs. And a lot of them have been receptive to NFTs, right? Because how can they leverage NFTs um, to connect with their communities, their following? So a couple months ago, um, rapper, musician, uh, whatever you want to call him, Kanye West, um, he criticized NFTs. He said that a lot of people were asking him and he said, do not ask me to do a NFT, ask me later. Um, and he also said that he wanted people to stop asking him about NFTs because he makes music and products in the quote real world, <laughs> right? Which is kind of a diss at anyone in NFTs or the metaverse, right? If you're calling, you know, saying it's not the real world. Um, well, guess what? Kanye West now is probably headed to the NFT market. He filed a bunch of trademarks for the Yeezus brand and included in them is NFTs and cryptocurrencies. Um, also, Alyssa, he filed for uh, amusement parks. So if you if you were interested in a Kanye West uh, theme park, maybe that's uh, coming soon. Uh, to I don't know what state we'd put that in. Um, also, toys, cosmetics, uh, stores, and household goods. So maybe if you want some uh, Kanye West um, dish towels, uh, maybe those are going to hit the store soon. Same, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, my, sh my shopping cart is just filling up right now with, with all this stuff. My whole house is going to be decked out in Kanye West. Um, Kanye West, it like, Alyssa, what's your, what's your initial thought just on the fact that he went from hating on NFTs to now being willing to participate in the market in such a short time? We have seen people flip on opinions before, but this seems very 180. Yeah. Uh, when I first, hold on, let me, let me pull it up. This is what he's, yep. <laughs> this is what he said. Um, yep. when I saw it, like. I thought he was just being very Kanye and I thought he probably eventually would hop in the NFT space, especially if it kept blowing up, which it did. So here he is, <laughs> um, totally did it backwards. <laughs> so bad on his part, but Hey, <laughs> here he is. Yeah. And uh, Alyssa, we talked about um, this off stream here. Here's my advice for celebrities out there watching. I know we have a lot of celebrities, right. That tune into our show, Alyssa, probably Kanye's probably watching right now. <laughs> if you want to get into the NFT space and be taken serious by the community, I feel like a good way to go to start is buy a board ape yacht club NFT. We've seen a ton of musicians do that already, right? You buy a board ape, you change your profile picture, and then you see the community at least start to follow you, start to listen to what you have to say when it comes to NFTs. But he's kind of doing this quietly, right? He filed these trademarks, but due to people who, you know, check trademarks all day long, um, shout out Josh Gerben, who shared that tweet, um, it got found, right, that he filed this trademark for NFTs and crypto. So, like, now if he launches NFTs, like, we knew that that was coming because of that trademark. So, he can't just do, like, a super secret NFT. Like, he can maybe do it quietly, but, like, we know it's coming now. So, yeah. I don't know. But, like, I feel like he could have just bought a board ape. He could have started that way, built up interest, and then said, oh, hey, guys, 
I am going to get into NFTs, right? Or that that uh, that post that you shared, Alyssa, right? With the, yeah. with the lines. Maybe he writes a new one, and you know it says, "Hey, NFT now" or something, right? Like do it in the same style, but to just file these trademarks quietly, I just feel like it's the wrong approach here by by Kanye. What do you think of that? I I agree. Um... It just makes sense. Like you want to be accepted by the community. So you're going to buy an ape, make it your profile picture, interact with the community and be like, cool, you know, but his, his first approach is this. And then everyone's like, well, okay, bye then. And now this, (laughs) so he could have done it a lot better. And a library should take note. Actually, anyone who should, should take note. So on that note, Alyssa, like if he was to drop, like, I mean, my guess is maybe he goes the music route, like kind of what Snoop's doing with some of these songs and albums. If Kanye were to drop a 10,000 NFT collection, a PFP, um, do you think there's huge interest there from the NFT community? Or do you think that his, one of his target audiences has kind of written him off in that regards? Um a good question i think i think demand probably would is not as high would not be as high um if he were to do it a different way but there will still be want for that nft probably yeah and maybe people outside of the the nft community that he would have to to onboard what do you guys think in the chat anyone watching uh right now live uh press one if you would buy a Kanye West NFT right now, I mean, we don't know the price, but would you be interested? And press <laughs> two um, if you would be um, passing on the Kanye West. Let me go ahead and put a, a two in the chat there. Uh, yeah, born to be free. Um, yeah, I, I just, I, I'm just not as interested because to me, I feel like he already wrote off NFTs. So it's kind of like, it's like he's he's late. Is he just jumping in now, you know, for something to do? Like, yeah, it just seems so. It yeah. gives me like the I want money from you vibe, yeah. like big time. You could tell from some celebrities, but like him for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. Enough about uh, Kanye West. Uh, we didn't get a ton of votes, but uh, it looks like uh, the, the consensus here is uh, no. Um, people are not interested in a, a Kanye West NFT. Uh, so here's a different celebrity side though. Here's one who is in the NFT market. He also owns a board ape, which is something I just talked about, right? Snoop Dogg. So Snoop Dogg, who I had the privilege of seeing at VCon talk about NFTs and board ape, he announced a new venture with Food Fighters Universe which is a Los Angeles-based restaurant group. They are launching a new uh, dessert restaurant called Dr. Bombay's Sweet Exploration. So if you don't know who Dr. Bombay is, that is the name that he has given to his Board Ape Yacht Club uh, that he owns. It's got cheetah fur. He has been wearing clothes recently. Um, with that NFT, he wore a shirt and a hat at VCon featuring Dr. Bombay. Uh, Alyssa, here's my favorite part of this is I sat there listening to him at VCon and he literally said, 
I'm going to open a ice cream restaurant with my ape. And I had that in my notes. And then I wrote an article about Snoop at VCon. And what didn't I put in the article? That he said that. That he said that. I went back and looked because I was like, oh my gosh, I called this. Like, we knew this was going to happen. Nope. I left it in my notes and not in the article. And I am bummed because he said that. But here's where I want to circle back to is what he did say at VCon. He bought this NFT and he asked uh, his son, Champ, and he asked Nick Adler, his agent, if he could make stuff for the board ape. And they explained to him then how IP rights work for NFTs. Snoop's quote he said was, everybody monkey just sitting up there looking stupid. Uh, he wasn't criticizing. He was just saying like, what is the point of having a board ape? Can you use it as a brand? And they explained it to him. And then he said, I'm going to treat Dr. Bombay like Mickey Mouse. Um, so Alyssa, what do you think of this? Snoop Dogg using his board ape to create a ice cream restaurant. I think this is only the beginning, but what do you think of Snoop Dogg here leveraging the asset that he owns? Smart. <laughs> also, I love that. Um, using it like Mickey, Mickey Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to Snoop land, but in the metaverse. <laughs> hey, see if Snoop Dogg filed a trademark for a theme park, like Kanye West did. Sign me up, right? I yeah. would go to I would go to Snoop Dogg's theme park. Um, but Kanye just doesn't excite me as much, but that's just my personal yeah, thing. Snoop but Dogg, like, he could easily contract or work with a bunch of uh, NFT projects to get a, like a board ape ride in his Snoop land or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'd go. Sure. I'd go. Yeah, and I just I just like again, this is showing the, the power of NFTs, right? To anyone who completely writes off NFTs, says they're all going to zero, says they're worthless. It's all about branding, right? And utility. And here you have Snoop creating a brand around his NFT, his one board ape, right? He's opening a restaurant. And instead of having to create his own image, his own name for this restaurant, he already has it. He already built up the Dr. Bombay name He's got the logo. So they're going to sell ice cream cones, right? They're going to sell flavors that probably are related to Board Ape. You're going to see that Dr. Bombay on all the packaging, you know, the, the bowls, the, the cone sleeves, right? It's already there. Um, and he partnered with a restaurant group who just did this recently where they launched a restaurant called Board and Hungry using their Board Ape. And what happened? A ton of board ape holders from across the country have gone to California to check out this restaurant because it resonates with them. It connects to the community, but also people who don't own NFTs are eating there because they saw the story about it. It's cool. It's new. And from what I've heard, the food tastes good, right? So, yeah. I mean, are people going to go to Snoop Dogg's ice cream restaurant just because of the NFT and because of board ape? No. Some of them might go there because it's Snoop Dogg, too, and they're excited. Others, maybe they have cool ice cream flavors. Maybe it's close by to something else. There's just there's so much to unpack here. I really like what, what Snoop is doing, and I think this is a trend that we just continue to see. Brands being built out of popular NFTs. Yeah. Um, you love to see it. You love to see it. You do. And, and I mean, yeah. shout out, shout out Tiny Pie here.
in the chat. Uh, um, yeah, but Snoop himself is a brand, so he kind of had a head start. I mean, yeah, there, there's that, right? There, Snoop already does have a, a strong following. He already has brands built up, so he, he, yes. Um, it's different than me owning a board ape and, you know, launching. But if you own an NFT, you can make your own Twitter for it, your own Instagram for it, your own TikTok. You can start to build up that brand yourself. And I mean, I, yeah, with, I think that that's interesting. With enough like hard work and vision, you can take your NFT places or your NFT can take you places. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, all right. Well, on that note, uh, something that I don't think we, we've talked about, we've done a couple of these VCon uh, recaps. One thing that was announced... Um, at VCon was that Snoop Dogg and Gary V um, were partnering. And I, I'm going to drop the link to the open seat in the account. This is not financial advice. Uh, but Alyssa, in the future, there will be some type of utility. The VCon tickets, which were NFTs that got you into VCon, they now do nothing else, right? They're, they're essentially worthless. But Everyone who owns that NFT will be able to participate in a future utility from Snoop Dogg and Gary V. I don't know what it is. They were very loose with what they said, but some type of utility, an event, um, based on now Snoop Dogg being so heavy in NFTs, what do you think of that? Is that something that you think, hey, this is going to be exciting when they make this uh, final announcement uh, coming soon? Yeah, it could act as like admission again, like reusable tickets, possibly. Yeah. Also, shout out on these images, Alyssa. Uh, Snowfro, uh, Eric from Artbox yes. de designed. You can see them right there. You can tell right away, right? The the squiggles, yeah. the art blocks. I mean, these are awesome. So yeah, they don't provide you with attendance in the future. Vcon already passed, but this is a very cool item to have right because of you have artwork from snowfro and you're getting utility from snoop dog in the future so uh I, i'm liking these vcon tickets uh going forward but again mm -hmm. not not financial advice but just wanted to shout that out to our audience to provide a little bit of uh alpha there um more alpha i have Alyssa. uh this one i don't know how noticed this got so as I said, Nick Adler um, is a Web3 expert and media mogul who has been Snoop Dogg's uh, agent. He's been an investing partner. He helped Snoop get his board ape. He was on a panel with Snoop at VCon. He was just named as the lead advisor for Fluff World. Alyssa, do you remember these? The bunnies that are like 3D? Of course. Uh, yeah. Yes. So he is working with them, and I didn't know this. They have more than just fluff. They've got all kinds of different NFTs now. Um, but, I mean, I feel like this makes me bullish on this project now because, like, you have a person who has a ton, a ton of connections, right, in, in the space. I mean, I don't know if Snoop Dogg owns any fluff worlds yet, but uh, just throwing it out there, if he doesn't, um, I would probably expect that maybe he does in the future. And also, I mean, you look at these images and I feel like this is something that could be made into a show or a movie. And I feel like 
I don't know. I feel like we could get there. And what do you think, Alyssa, just of that announcement? Very, very interesting. Let me pull up this link. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I didn't even... I. I haven't built this project in a while, like full disclosure. Yeah. Like I remember when Fluff the Buns launched, but you have like all kinds of collections from I now. I did um, not know this. Like wow. Seekers. If you click on Seekers, I think that was the top middle. Uh, they're like robot looking things. Look at those. I didn't know this. Yeah. What? Like, so again, like a media guy who has experience, has connections, just signed as lead advisor for fluff with all these projects. Like this is one that's on my watch list and I wanted to share with our audience because I think it has gone relatively unnoticed. Um, and we talk about alpha and we try to provide some sometimes from these teams. Here's my alpha for today. Um, Alyssa, I mean, what do you think now looking at some of these other collections from, from fluff? Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, it's nice. I didn't. I had no idea. Like, it's actually really nice to see um, projects still working behind the yeah. scenes, even though like they're not board ape. Like, Fluff World is popular. Like, what is the floor price? Hold on. I think Fluff was like almost three, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like, there's obviously still it's it's there but they're still working sneakers was like 0.1 or something that was a little bit cheaper so i like that how there's kind of different price points right yeah. different different levels to get in um but there's a lot more so seekers look at the the number count right it's like forty eight thousand or something um because mm -hmm. i'm guessing like everyone from the other collections got like a free mint or something probably but i think those look cool and i i think those could be a, a movie or a show yeah. Um, and again, this is all speculation. No, nothing has been announced, but it has been announced that Nick Adler was added as the lead advisor. And we, we talk about betting on people, right? Like, even if the fluff team is anonymous, them adding him, like, that's a person that I would bet on. And that's what I want to illustrate, like, with this. And, uh, you know, again, just some news out there to, to share with everyone. And it sounded like everyone in the chat was a lot more receptive of Snoop Dogg. <laughs> um, well, this is a connection to Snoop Dogg. And I'm not saying that he will do something with them. But what if he does? Right? What if we get that announcement? I mean, there is a good chance that Snoop ends up somehow involved based on that connection. Right? So that's just uh, something to put out there. Um Alyssa, up next, uh, you know, I just want to give a quick shout out. Uh, if you want to put up this picture of Cool Cats. Um, so Cool Cats were in our VCon recap part two, where we had interviews, right? So I got the chance to interview Elu and Klan, the co-founders. Look at that, though. Cooltopia live at NFT NYC. They're building it right now. Look at how cool that already looks from the outside. That's so cool. <laughs> Also, something I saw, speaking of Cool Cats, uh, you get the milk token, right, as part of the Cool Cats ecosystem. And if you did the cool pet, right, you needed milk to do the quest, right? But after that, there was a lot of talk of like, hey, what am I going to use this milk for, right? I've got a bunch left over. Well, they actually did something pretty cool. Uh, if you have enough milk, I don't remember, I think it was in the hundreds of thousands, you can have your Cool Cat put on a digital billboard in New York City for NFT NYC 
Um, so that is a pretty cool, uh, you know, feature there to, to say, yeah. look, my, I made it. My cat is on this billboard in, uh, NFT NYC. So just wanted to give a quick shout out. Uh, we like the cats. Uh, and if you didn't have a chance to check out that interview, um, VCon part two, um, but Cooltopia, one of the very exciting things happening, uh, NFT NYC, um, Alyssa, a project that we have not talked about in a, a long time on this show, um, Zed Run, right? Which yes. was one of those kind of early projects, horse racing NFTs, right? Digital horse racing. You own the NFTs. You can breed your horses. You can race your horses. You can bet on the horse races. They kind of were one of those projects that went away, right? It was almost like a top shot, right? Very hot, got a ton of people into NFTs, but then what happened? Supply and demand. They had way too many horses because you could keep breeding them, right? It never stopped. Yeah. Well, they signed a partnership with Budweiser that got announced this week. And I mean, Zed Run in the past has done like some skins for like Star Wars and something else where like, you know, your horse can have... But look at that, like Budweiser made an actual trailer video saying <laughs> that they're now the official beer of Zed Run. And like, look at how cool this is. And you saw it there, the Budweiser logo, like on the side of the horse. They also released a new roadmap, I think just um, about this, this partnership um, where I haven't had a chance to, to fully check out. I was looking at it earlier but we're getting now a, yeah, a Clydesdale skin airdrop, all kinds of challenges throughout the year, um, and merchandise later this year. Budweiser Zed Run merchandise. So, I mean, you don't have to be the biggest Budweiser fan. You don't have to be the biggest uh, beer fan. A big company like this partnering with an NFT, I think, is a big deal. And I think maybe we see some life put back into Zed Run. Alyssa, it makes me want to go check my wallet because I own a couple horses that I haven't touched in a while. Um, it makes me want to check it out again. Yeah, and go check it out. <laughs> so, I mean, that's one of those projects where it, it might not take much and, you know, something like this. So what do you think based off of that, Alyssa? Like Budweiser partnership, can Zed Run potentially make a comeback here? It's possible. Um, this is huge. So more eyes will be put onto it once again. So I don't, we'll see. Um, the price, has it bumped up at all? Like the price? I don't think so. But again, I mean, huge supply. So like, because last I saw it was like 0 0.01, 0 0.02. Um, and again, um, like the, the more rare the horse, right? The lower Genesis it is. Yeah. Um, Cause you have like your, your class one or your class zero, but as you breed them, it, combines the classes so they get you know further out from that that bloodline um okay but it it's cool it makes i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna go check it out and you saw there on the screen nascar so like they had a partnership yeah. with nascar before they've had a partnership with star wars before but like never on this level and now budweiser comes in and says hey like we want to be the official beer partner but we also want to do challenges we want to do merchandise we want to you know partner up on this like 
Budweiser didn't have to do this. Everyone already knows Budweiser. Like mm -hmm. they don't need the the brand awareness here. So I think this is more of a positive for Zed Run than it is it, for Budweiser. It definitely is a positive for Zed Run. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Alyssa, speaking of the um company side of things, right, and the brands. I wrote an article about a company we have talked about before on here that's getting into NFTs, AMC, AMC oh. Movie Theaters, right? So they have done NFTs for um, Spider-Man, for the Batman. Uh, they just did one for Top Gun. They did one for all their Investor Connect members. They have an exclusive this Friday or this Thursday, a double feature movie featuring Jurassic Park and Jurassic World uh, Dominion. If you go to the double feature, you get a free NFT. So tickets are like 20 bucks, I think, because it's essentially two movies back to back. But you get a free NFT. I don't know how much that NFT is going to be worth. But like, I feel like that's another added bonus in a way that like a company like AMC, like if you have the choice and you can either go to AMC pay 20 bucks, but also get a free NFT or Cinemark pay 20 bucks, not get a free NFT. Like, you know, there's some, there's some, there's some like other factors, right? Like maybe who has the better popcorn, who's got the better reclining chairs, but like, ultimately, like you're telling me you wouldn't go with the free NFT side of things. Like that's where I would go. This is reminding me of like, the cereal with toys in it like yes, you buy yes. the box with the toy you go to the movie theater with the nft because why not you get something free uh, <laughs> yes we like free stuff we like free like, stuff. that is that is how we feel and what we do so like i just think that amc like has a good model with this and a good way to get people to check out you know new movies and new things and I don't have an AMC that close to my house. I already looked. Um, so I'm not going. Plus, actually looking, it was almost sold out already for this oh. double feature. So just throwing that out there for anyone investing in AMC, not financial advice. But uh, this is, to me, like another sign of smart companies, right? Being smart with NFTs. Not just releasing an NFT to, to make some money to have people's PFP, right? You are creating value to people. And you're creating value to your company and your shareholders. So sign me up. This, this is what I'm talking about when these big companies get into the NFT space. Yeah, and as Chelly is saying in the chat, collect all the NFTs, right? We want the NFTs. We want free NFTs. Sign me up, AMC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, turning to, um, on that note from the, the company side, sports. We, we talk a lot about uh, sports NFTs too, right? Top Shot, NBA Top Shot was one that got a lot of people into the market. Well, Alyssa, I don't think we've talked about some of the, the new ones. Um, WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment, recently launched NFTs, right? Where you get your wrestlers in uh, packs, essentially of digital trading cards, right? And they're, they're NFTs that you can sell on a marketplace, similar to Top Shot. NBA Top Shot today is releasing a pack uh, from Magic Johnson, right? An NBA legend. He actually autographed some of these. And like, I know what you're thinking, right? It's an NFT, but there is video of him where he is on like a, a tablet 
digitally signing across the screen. So like if you own one of the autographed ones, your moment plays on the screen and it has an autograph over top of it. Like cool. That's that's pretty cool. And then also um soccer, right? You, you heard me say in the top 10, so rare was like eighth place. The English Premier League, which is one of the biggest soccer leagues in the world, filed trademarks for NFTs and crypto. They haven't signed a deal with so rare yet, but they might be soon. Um, more of these sports leagues are just growing through NFTs and crypto. So it's another thing to watch. And I mean, Alyssa, we're, we're in the U.S., right? We're only one part of the global audience for NFTs. Soccer is very much a global sport. Like if soccer brings more people into NFTs, think of how much bigger the world audience, the world collectors for NFTs get. Yeah, Top Shot brought you in, brought everyone, it seems. Everyone we've talked to and interviewed, Top Shot. So soccer, yeah, you're right. It's all over the world. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like there's a uh, Cristiano Ronaldo of these so rares that sold for like six figures. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, NBA Top Shot, we've seen the LeBron moment sell super high. Um, yes, yes. Uh, us Americans here. Yes. I, I, it is football. Um, it is, but I'm also a huge American football fan. I had Lions season tickets. I love me some NFL. So it's very hard to call both of them football because it seems, it seems unnatural to call two things that are different, the same thing, but that that's just right. me. So and I, I know Tiny Pie Media too. Yeah, that he <laughs> he's a big football fan. Um, so yeah, we're program. We're American. <laughs> we are. It's it's in our nature. Like again, we like free stuff and we like calling it football. There you go. Those yeah. are the two, <laughs> those are the two lessons you learned about Americans today to any of our uh, our global audience out there. Um, Alyssa, we're starting to run out of time. We got through a lot of topics. Uh, I can't remember what else uh, we originally were going to talk about. Um, but was um, there anything else? I feel, like, I feel like that was that was it, and we actually we made it through. We actually Queen made it dragons. through. Oh, yeah, let's, dragons going? yeah, let's check out. Uh, I started to talk about it a little bit in the top 10, but I think it fell. It's like 0. 0.3, 0.36, but they okay. are revealed. Uh, maybe if you want to pull up the, the dragons here, um, yeah. maybe we take a look. Because I saw like, yeah, look at the like 3D glasses. Um, I said that under 0. 0.5, I would, I would take a look at these but i'm at like 0.5 pre-reveal now we're revealed point under 0.5 i'm still very interested um i think it's going to take some time right but i think once they get a game and a platform going the fact that they have solana nfts and ethereum nfts if they can really make this work they're going to be like one of the like almost leaders in the space right because they'll be the first ones to really accomplish that and that's mm-hmm. something that other people look at, right? And they judge you on. So it could be good, could be bad. Yeah. Take take it, Ukumu. Look at the banana Need. peel. Banana peel on the top that of that. Nice. I don't think I've ever seen that as a trait in any collection nope. before. So That's a good trait. I like it. I do like that. It reminds me of like Mario Kart. So Is that a JoJo reference? <laughs> uh-huh. 
Oh, I love references in these projects. All of them. See, we could look at we could look at these all day. Yeah. Maybe the oh magic carpet there with the oh see like or those, like the little buddy the, the little, little pop out like but yeah it's almost like a oh and then we got the eyeball I don't know yeah. but <laughs> uh yeah like almost like a little buddy uh along um, yeah and bubble bubble gum we have seen bubble a lot gum. of projects use use the bubble gum trade. Mm -hmm. I like the bubble gum ice I cream do. ice cream cone the Viking helmet yeah like there's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, AD for Akuma Dragons. I mean, we've seen that in some of these other projects where they have hats with their their um, letters, their symbols on them. So that is that is cool. There's a lot of cool colors in here too. I'm liking mm -hmm. the the solid background colors. I'm guessing maybe there's some non-solid ones that are more rare. But I I kind of like what uh what I'm seeing here in the. I mean, if these are floor dragons, like. These, yeah, these, they definitely, are really they, good. these definitely look good and they they're pfpable so i haven't seen a ton out there um okay so there's your, there's your background there yeah yeah so okay solid color but then you have like oh these. they don't even break it out by individual no. color it's all oh solid color oh that makes cool. these ones that aren't a color even more rare because like you can't even break out like how many are like red background yeah like, by searching so like I feel like, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Very cool. All right, guys. Well, we are out of time for the day. Once again, want to uh, share in the chat here um, that tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern time, we will be premiering our interview from VCon with Gary V. Uh, you'll get to hear me ask him questions and hear his answers about what's going on in the NFT market. Where is it headed? What percent of NFTs does Gary V think will go to zero, right? That has been an ongoing debate. I got the answer straight from him. And then following that uh, premiere video, um, myself, Mitch, Alyssa, and maybe some others will uh, be doing a quick reaction show. Um, so we'd love to have you tune in for that and share your thoughts on the video as well. So make sure to tune in tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern time to catch that Gary V worldwide premiere on Benzinga TV. Anything else, Alyssa, before we uh, say peace? Follow us on Twitter. Follow Benzinga on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Everywhere. <laughs> Hit the follow. subscribe. Follow Benzinga on everything. Literally. We, we yes. post some good stuff. <laughs> and like this video. Share it with your friends. Let them know all about the roadmap. And make sure, yeah, you subscribe to Benzinga's YouTube channel. Because then you'd already know about that Gary V video because it's uh, on our video page. So you might have gotten a notification already. And so. there's also um, there's swag. Swag. New swag. We Check have out, yeah. swag. <laughs> These are the shirts I wore to VCon, guys, and those pants. I wore those. I wore those roadmap uh, pants to VCon, and so did Mitch. Oh, really? So, like, oh, that's yeah. dope. <laughs> yeah. So, like, Represent. You, you guys should check. You guys should check this stuff out. So, yeah. But shout out. Shout there it out. is in the chat. There's the link for the swag. Make sure you yeah. get some. So. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for us today. We will catch everyone, like I said, tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Gary V. Premiere video. Until next time. Take care, everyone, and be safe out there. Bye.